0: A few days ago, I was asked what advice I had for someone who was getting married in about two weeks, and this person had never even met with their wedding photographer. But this is the advice that I gave to the person who asked me this
1: question. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up because this episode's about to begin.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Thank you, so much for listening today. I am incredibly happy that you are here to listen to me. My goal is always to share something from my 12 years experience as a wedding photographer to help you get the very best wedding images and wedding experience from your wedding photographer. So if you haven't yet subscribed or left a review, that will do two things. Number one, that will help you to never miss an episode so you are fully prepared for your wedding day. And number two, that will help other couples just like you find me so that they can have the best experience with their wedding photographer also. And if you are enjoying this podcast, I just want to remind you that I have written a book that covers everything from A to Z that you should be doing with your wedding photographer and vice versa that they should be doing with you. If you haven't yet hired your wedding photographer, the book will help you get fully prepared to pick the very best wedding photographer that you can afford. It's available on Amazon. It is Prime eligible and pick up your copy today. If you already listened to my last episode, you will know that I was in Dallas for the Texas Star Awards, where this podcast and the book won an award for the best industry contribution. So yay, complete wedding photography guide. But what I want to quickly tell you is that while I was in Dallas, a lot of the people who had traveled from outside the city stayed in the Lorenzo. And after the award ceremony, a bunch of the people went back to the Lorenzo for the quote unquote official after party. And there was a Lorenzo employee by the name of Kathy. Uh, Shout out to Kathy. Hi, Kathy, if you're listening. And she gave a couple of us a private tour of this boutique hotel. So let me just give you a little rundown quickly about what I learned from Kathy, because this was very, very interesting information about the Lorenzo. So the Lorenzo was originally built in 1971, and it was originally a Ramada Inn hotel. And in July of 1976, Ike and Tina Turner began a Dallas tour. And they were staying across the way in the Statler Hilton. One night while they were staying there, everyone knows Tina and Ike's history, and they had a very tumultuous relationship, and Ike was an abuser. So one night, Ike beat Tina so badly. This was the infamous night that she escaped. She ran out of their hotel room at the Statler Hilton while he was sleeping she put on glasses to mask her bruised face, ran out of the hotel, across the way, across a grassy area, what, it, what is now, I think, like six lanes of highway or six different lanes of highways to now what is the Lorenzo. And Tina went up to the clerk's desk and asked for a room. And all she had on her was a mobile credit card and 36 cents. And the manager working that evening put Tina in the presidential suite. So this marked the beginning of Tina's freedom from Ike and this abusive relationship and her legendary career as a solo artist. As a tribute to Tina Turner, the room she stayed in for a month and a half after this night is decorated with memorabilia in her honor. And I got to see that room courtesy of Kathy. So there's pictures and there's an album and her certificate of authenticity. There's a size 10 pair of shoes, pair of high heels that belonged to Tina. And all this memorabilia was mailed to the hotel from Tina. What is most interesting, what I found most interesting about the hotel What they have done as a tribute to Tina is that above every single bed on the ceiling is a framed makeup brush that something reminiscent of a makeup brush that would have been from the 1970s. And on the tip of the makeup brush, it looks like it's dipped in makeup like lipstick or maybe a blush or something. It's kind of a reddish color that is on the ceiling above every single bed in the hotel. And that framed makeup brush is meant to symbolize all of the makeup that Tina had to wear through her years of the relationship with Ike to cover up all of the bruises that Ike left on her body. And as a survivor of an abusive relationship. That just really struck a chord with me. So I just thought that was really neat that the hotel, the the new hotel owner has really made the hotel an entire living modern tribute to Tina and her story surviving this abusive relationship. But the hotel's interior was completely gutted down to concrete. And Reopened in 2017 as the Lorenzo Hotel. So if you're ever staying in Dallas, I recommend trying out the Lorenzo Hotel. And as well, if you're looking for an intimate wedding ceremony space in Dallas, I also highly recommend the Lorenzo Hotel. Check it out. All right. So let's jump right in to today's topic, a one night stand with your wedding photographer. This is exactly what you should not have. You should not have a one night stand with your wedding photographer. And this topic came to me because a few days ago I was asked what advice I had for someone who was getting married in about two weeks and this person had never even met with their wedding photographer. So after I picked myself off the floor and put myself back in the chair I was setting in, this person explained to me that they had been assigned a wedding photographer by the company that they had hired who had multiple associate photographers working for them. And I must confess that this is my least favorite type of wedding photography. I actually favor the type of wedding photographer that just works for themselves. You meet with the wedding photographer, you hire the wedding photographer who is going to actually be photographing your wedding. That is my favorite type of wedding photographer. I think it's extremely important that you develop rapport, you develop a relationship with the person, with the artist with the photographer who is actually going to be working with you on your wedding day. And you do this as far out as possible, at least a year out, so that you have plenty of time to develop this relationship. But this is the advice that I gave to the person who asked me this question. So my answer was to immediately reach out to this company and arrange for a meeting Or at the very least, a video conference to see the wedding photographer face to face and get to know them as much as they possibly could before the wedding. My personal experience with this is this the better you know your wedding photographer, the better your wedding images are going to be. And why is this? Because you will be more comfortable, you will be more relaxed. And you will be more like your authentic, genuine self if you know your wedding photographer as much as possible. All of your protective walls and all of your guards are going to be let down because instead of viewing your photographer like an unfamiliar vendor on your wedding day and having to get to know them in a very short time while the clock is ticking through the timeline on your wedding day, you'll see them more as a friend with a camera if, you, if, if they have already taken the time to get to know you before your wedding day. And then when your wedding party sees how relaxed you are, they will mimic this behavior. They are not going to be protecting you from the photographer. They will also let their guard down and act like their authentic selves. And then you will get better images of your wedding party. And then when you and your wedding party arrive to the reception and all of your family and your friends see how relaxed and comfortable you are with your wedding photographer's camera, eight inches from your face, They will also copy that behavior and they'll also be okay with that. So guess what? There will be better images of your guests having a fabulous time at your reception. And all this trust that started months and months ago will just trickle downhill and you'll get fantastic images all day long. And this is how it should work. So should you be the one initiating this friendship? Not necessarily. This should come from the photographer's end. So my workflow, the way I do things was born out of necessity. Because early on in my career, I showed up to a hotel room to start photographing my bride. And we had only ever texted or communicated over Facebook Messenger. And I had really only seen her Facebook... Profile image. And I will just say that it was not a very current Facebook profile image. So when I showed up on her wedding day to photograph her, I literally walked into the hotel room and there were about eight adult women in the room, and six of them could have been my bride. I did not know which one was my bride. And so I started trying to ask probing questions, trying to use reason of deduction to figure out who was my bride. So as I was unpacking my gear and attaching my lenses to my camera bodies, I just started making small talk. So I would ask questions like, so are we ready to get married today? Are Are you excited to, to get married today? Are you excited to walk down the aisle? And like everyone would answer my question. Oh, we are so excited. We are so happy for this wedding today. And I'll just backtrack a little bit and say no one was in that um, marked white robe. Like everyone was basically in sporting or athletic wear, like yoga pants. So there were no other contextual clues to tell me who my bride was. And then when I started asking these investigating questions, everyone would answer. So, it took me about 20 minutes to finally figure out who my bride was. So for 20 minutes, I was just lost. So my workflow developing this rapport with my bride very early on was born out of necessity. Right then in the, those 20 minutes, they were so awkward for me. I thought I can never ever ever let this happen again. I need to walk into that hotel room and be able to walk directly up to my bride and know who she is and not have 20 minutes of awkwardness, not even knowing who my bride is. It was very awkward for me. I never discussed it with her, but I could just imagine that it might have also been awkward for her as well. She's probably thinking, why didn't Tammy give me a hug? Why didn't she acknowledge me? I can just imagine what she was thinking. Okay, so let's continue. So how does this rapport be born? How does this happen? There needs to be a constant communication between you and your photographer. There needs to be lots of friendly chatter and you don't have to spend You know, you don't have to have a a call, a phone call every day or every week or even every month, but there has to be an open line of communication. You should not have to log on to the photographer's website and schedule a call. There should be an open door policy. You should be able to contact them anytime and not have to schedule a time on their calendar to ask a simple question. You should be able to call email, text, direct message, Again, at any time, whenever you have any question or concern, whether or not it is related to photography, you should be able to ask questions about the timeline. You should be able to ask for referrals for other vendors or questions about other vendors' reputations or work ethics or morals or integrity or standards or what have you. You should be able to ask about standards or standards of operating procedure in the industry. You should be able to ask questions about etiquette. You should be able to just call in for a mental health check, a quick rant about your future mother-in-law or the wedding party or your fiance not choosing the DJ quickly enough. Your photographer should be checking in with you from time to time just to make sure everything is going good with you to ask if there's anything you need help with, to see if you have any timeline questions, if you need any referrals for other vendors, if you have any uh, questions about standards in the industry, any etiquette questions, if you need a mental health check, if you need to um, offer up a quick rant, About your future mother-in-law, the wedding party, or if your fiance is not choosing the DJ quickly enough. And lastly, they should be sharing any and all advice tips they have with you to ensure you don't make any silly mistakes that any of their past couples have made, like forgetting to hire the DJ for the ceremony portion and then having to play Spotify from their car's stereo speakers. And then an insurance commercial starting as soon as the bride began her procession down the aisle. Or to remind you that if your DJ turns on their laser lights during your first dance, and it looks like the SWAT team showed up to your wedding, that they or I will not Photoshop those lights off your face or dress for any amount of money. And those are both true examples from my Um, educational emails. And lastly, gifts. Um, This is something that I do in my workflow. I treat all my couples to about eight or nine gifts over the course of our courtship prior to and after their wedding day. I know people's love can't be bought, but I really like to love on my couples. I want my couples to know that I really appreciate the opportunity to shoot their wedding day. And I don't take this honor for granted in any way, shape, or form. I constantly shower them with my love and gratitude. And I think that the gifts reinforce the rapport I am trying to build with my couples and help me to be viewed as more of a friend on their wedding day. The gifts that I send not only show my appreciation, but some of them are also useful to my couples and help them to build the love and the connection that they have with one another. So that's it, guys. Your relationship with your wedding photographer should not be a one-night stand. It should be a long and meaningful relationship leading up to your wedding day and it should also if you want it to continue after your wedding day I am still friends with many of my wedding day couples I often get invited to birthday parties housewarming parties um, sometimes just a wine tour sometimes just backyard barbecues what have you your relationship with your wedding photographer should not be a one night stand. And I cannot stress that enough. The better, you know, your wedding photographer, the more comfortable you're going to be around them and the better wedding images you are going to have. It is just simple science. If you want to support the show or buy me a coffee, all you have to do is hit the support the show link at the bottom of my show notes. I would really appreciate that. If you loved this episode, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag either complete wedding ed or at a girl photo that is a T a girl photo, or you can just tell all of your engaged friends about my book and this podcast. I would also appreciate that. You can also visit my websites, completeweddinged.com or at All those links are in my show notes. If you ever have a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you would like me to answer, send me an email at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y at atagirlphoto.com. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have an absolutely happy day. I will catch you next time. Adios.
1: Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts, so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.